Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. That's what the flesh brings forth, all right? This is what the works of the flesh do. It brings forth, it says, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in the time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's always fun to read. Amen. But uh, tell your neighbors, say, there's something better for you. Amen. There's something better for you. Amen. Uh, He says this, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Can we pray? talk to him. Father, thank you for your word. Open our hearts to receive it today, Lord, and let patience and Lord just flow into this place today in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Uh, who would consider him, <clears throat> who would consider himself a patient person? Raise your hand. I'm just real high for you. <clears throat> no, not many of you. Huh? So a few of you raise your hand. So uh, we are talking about patience today. And um, I've heard people say, Pastor, don't preach on patience or don't pray for patience because then that means you're going to get tested. I, I want you to understand you're going to get tested either way. And uh, it's, it's, so when you have a word that you can hang on to, that for when that testing comes, it's so important. I've, I've preached on healing. And somebody said, like one time it was a trip. They were like, you know, people's going to get sick because you spoke on healing. And I'm going... Okay, but you know, people get sick regardless if I speak on healing, you know, so I, I, we're going to teach you the word of something that you can stand on and something that you can hold on to when those situations arise. And so we're in the Fruit of the Spirit series and we've talked about love and joy. Last week I talked about peace and I gave you a few things that how you can have peace in your life. And this is again, a Fruit of the Spirit. We talked about the importance of prayer. We need to pray. Amen. Talk to the Lord. Spend time in prayer with him. So we pray. Second thing I told you is that we give thanks. Amen. We live a life of thanksgiving, worship to him. And then we talked about focusing on what matters most. So we focus on the positives, he said. And again, all this thing is straight from the Bible. So we learned this is how we can walk out, how we can have peace in our life. And so the next thing on this list this morning that we see here is the word long-suffering. Now, I'm just going to message you for just a second. Uh, the word long-suffering actually means, this is, this is what it means, to suffer long. All right, let us pray. That was your encouraging word for today, and so we can be dismissed. No, no, but I want you to, I want you to see that's in the right, right framework. Right framework. Yeah, this does not mean, this is a fruit of the Spirit, He's going to make you suffer a long time. All right, that's not what that means. That's not what is happening here. It's not that I, I know, again, as you come to Christ and go after him, that bullseye sometimes seems to be bigger, that gets larger on your back, and the enemy comes after you so many ways. But listen, this does not mean, this is not a fruit of the Spirit. It means that you're going to suffer a long time. This is a word that you will see, and we'll kind of connect it to for the most part today, and it's translated this way, and you'll see it maybe in your translation. It's the word patience. 
Amen. Patience. And, uh, and, and, and patience is one of these things here that the Holy Spirit will have to give you. Amen. That's what this means. This doesn't mean you're going to suffer a long time. And, uh, but this means you're going to have to have something the Holy Spirit can give you called patience. Now, I almost saved this message today for our baby dedication Sunday in a couple of weeks. Because, I mean, I'm like, <laughs> so your parents are laughing. The kids are going, what does that mean? You know, <laughs> why? why? I don't get it. Okay, you parents, you understand what I'm talking about. You know, we're going to dedicate these little ones in here in a couple of weeks, and it's so exciting. I love doing it, but patience is one of those things that you're going to need. But today, I want to talk to us, all of us today and share with you the importance of, li listen, to this gift that the Holy Spirit gives us, a fruit that comes into our life, and it's called patience. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you. This has not been one of my, like, strong suits, especially early on. I, I do feel like, I believe, as I've been in this thing a little longer now with the Lord that he's helping me. I'm all somebody. I mean, Mike, you feel me, brother. Me, I know you, and uh, you know me. We, we, but I feel like he's helping me here. But I will say this has not really been like my strong suit, especially early on. I like, to, I like things to be like done. I like to see results. I'm a very results-driven kind of guy. I want to see things change. That's why I like doing certain things like, you know, maybe getting out, working in the yard because it looks a certain way. You do something, then it looks better immediately. I just, I, I'm a results guy. And then God was up here on the throne. He started laughing. He said, I'm going to call him into ministry since patience is not his gifting thing, the thing that he loves. And so, because like ministry can be very tough sometimes. Amen. It, it, it's one of those things that you have to have the Holy Spirit giving you. And he said it like this. I'm going to call him into youth ministry first and let him do that for about a decade. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, Lord, are you, yeah, keep messing with me. You know, but, but then he's like, right, then we're going to do this. I'm going to call him. He's going to plant a church. And then we're going to let him see that the importance of him turning to me trusting in me, leaning on me, and then he's going to find out this will only come from me. And so I, I just noticed in my mindset, it's always different. We went into a movie theater. We planted the church, spent the first three years there. And my mindset was, hey, we'll go in there for about six months to a year, get set up and get established. Then we're going to be in another building and do it three years later. Amen. We're finally moving in and we're, we're making changes. And again, we're talking about making new changes. But Lynn, this is patience. And so I, I want you to see that this is a big deal in your life. We need more of it. Amen. All of us do. God is very patient. So it's one of the things that we see that if he's patient, we're Christ-like. We, we want to be like him. And so this is something that we should hunger for. So this is who God is. Bible says that he is slow to anger. He is slow to anger. And, uh, you know, when we were talking about those works of the Spirit just a few moments ago, and those, we were talking about things that will come out, and we start seeing where outbursts of wrath, that's works of the flesh. Those are not things of peace. These are not things that the Holy Spirit has given us. These are not things that God has given us. And so these are things that we want to hunger for, but God is this way. He's very patient with us. Now, I don't know if you have that picture of him. I know some of you uh, maybe have this picture of, of God that maybe he's up there angry, he's mad at you, and he's up there just waiting on you to mess up so he can come down and make bad things happen in your life. That's not the God of the Bible. That's not the true God. We, we see that God has to do things because he's a just God. 
I'm a big guy who loves to de- de- hear debates, and I listen to debates. That's my nerd side of me, and I just I love listening to those things. People bring things to the table, and and I heard in a debate one time so this guy who brought to the table a picture of God that this God is up there who was just ready to just come down, bring destruction and destroy and break and kill and all that. I'm going. I was sitting there going like, that is not the God that I see in Scripture. Now, we know things according to the Bible that has to happen, that God does, that we see him do, but these are not ways that may, we, we may typically think that this, again, this is not God just coming at someone hard. This is a patient God. The story of Noah's Ark, important, beautiful, credible story of Scripture. It took him 120 years to build an ark. Now, listen, I want you to see what the Bible says about Noah. The Bible says that Noah was a preacher of righteousness. He was not an ark builder. He wasn't a carpenter. He was a preacher. He was called, and he was preaching forth righteousness. And so for 120 years, it wasn't even about the time that it took him to build it. How many knows God could have said, hey, Ark, go ahead and float on down, show up right here on Noah's doorstep? No, but God was trying his best to get the attention of the people. He's always worked that way. You read Revelation, you'll see a patient God who is continually going after his people, trying to draw him to him. You'll see where he has to make certain steps and the plagues and all the things that unfold, but it becomes from a patient God who comes to a place where he will eventually have to make certain choices. Even though we're not, who knows who the oldest man in the Bible was recorded? Methuselah, yeah. How old was Methuselah? Anybody remember? 969, I think is what, maybe nothing. Yeah, 969, old, old dude. And, and this is wild. I was studying about Methuselah, and, and it's wild. His name, that you, when you look this up, you'll find out that his name means like man of the spear or javelin. I was like, that's cool. That's a cool name. But, but then as you study it out, like in deep into the Hebrew, it starts showing that many scholars, when they break this down, part of the word Methuselah in the Hebrew means death. And so this has been interpreted by scholars that this means when he dies, it will come. That's what Methuselah means. I don't know if you know it or not. Methuselah is Noah's grandfather who died the year that the flood happened. That when he dies, it will come. So for 969 years at least, God already had everything. Again, we know before, again, he sees the whole story. But for all of these years, he was patient. And then he has to come to this point where he makes this decision. And God's still patient today. Listen to this. It says in 2 Peter 3, 9, that the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some count slackness, but is long-suffering, there's that word, towards us. And not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now, this is wild to me because, listen, we see a patient God in Scripture. We see a a God who is long-suffering towards us. This is speaking of the second return. How many knows he came the first time, but he's going to come again. And so this is about his return. Now, I I just want to ask this real quick. Who knows someone that you believe, again, you have a relationship with them, and, again, maybe they've made it outright profession, or you just believe maybe that they've never surrendered their life to Jesus. Just real quick, just a quick show of hands. You know somebody needs Jesus. All right, let's just look at this. All around the room, people are raising their hand. I know many, several, who have just made that decision and choice to say, I don't believe, I, I will not follow Christ. But listen, I want you to see something. If Jesus had already come back, there would be no chance for them. But listen, that means this. This patient God has not come back because there's a chance for them. 
And so God is still, this is who he is. He is patient. And today, listen, they're not suffering in hell because, listen, they have an opportunity to meet Jesus and come to Christ. And so, again, we go after them. And it's wild that we see as the return of Christ becomes closer. The Bible even says it's going to be as, as if in the days of Noah, the way that it was is how we will see, again, pictures of what it's going to look like when he comes again. How many knows we're seeing more and more and more pictures of Lot and Noah and those things happening in Scripture. But he has not already come because, again, he is patient towards us. Now, I want to hang out in the book of James. So James chapter 1, this is in your notes. It'll also be on the screen. Verse 2, it says this. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. And we're talking about patience today. We're talking about persevering. We heard a great testimony of patience and what God brought forth from that. Again, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. So listen, this is not our faith that produces patience. It's the testing of our faith that produces it. All right, so again, there's some things that have to happen in order for us to get there. But verse 4 says this, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfected and complete, lacking nothing. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know many, any people that count it all joy when they fall into various trials. I just haven't met them yet. I mean, again, but just think, this is what he wants us to do. And, and so this is what we see. We have to turn to and lean on the Holy Spirit and say, God, this is what your word says. And you speak that, listen, when I fall into these trials, count it a joy. Something's coming. It's going to get better. There's some good things coming my way. So again, this happens when we have patience. Now, I want to talk about patience and what that is. Again, that is a fruit of the Spirit. But faith also does this. Patience also produces things in our life. Not only is it produce that we receive, but it produces some things in our life. So I want to do this this morning. As I, as I give you three words, three points in this message, is going to be three, one word for each one. I, I want you, and I pray this gets settled in your heart, connected in your spirit and in your mind, that as you go into a situation, you fall into a various trial, a testing, a temptation, whatever it is, that when the word long suffering or patience or whatever, or something gets tested and comes your way, this is what I pray comes into your mind. Because this is what we see here. This is so important. These three words. The first one I want you to see about patience is patience does this. It brings protection for us. Patience does this. Patience brings protection for us. Now, I don't know about you. Have you ever like been going somewhere and, and then like it seems like, Everything went south as you was getting ready to go on that trip or go do something or you was preparing, even trying to get to work or tr trying to get to church, whatever it is. And it just, everything was going wrong. And you were mad. You was ticked off. You was binding the devil, speaking to talent. You was just all, all this, you was, you was upset that all these things were happening. Then you eventually get in your vehicle and you get going down the road and then you go on the road and then you all of a sudden start seeing blue lights and red lights. And you start seeing a lot of things that happen. And you're like, wait a minute. That happened at what time? That was the time I was going to be on that road. I, I've, 
people in this church who have been in the very similar situations that were supposed to be in certain places at certain times that left their home and then there were tornadoes that came through their home. There have been places that people who are going certain places on the way home and trees that would fall in the very road where they were supposed to be. And I'm going, wait a minute. Sometimes, listen, we just need to be patient and maybe you understand that this, maybe God's just trying to protect us from something. Maybe he's trying to keep us from something. Maybe there's something else going on. And what we do is we become so impatient when something happens. Now, I don't know if you do this, and I hope you don't. I'm not recommending this. Like, if you put in your GPS the address of where you're going, then you proceed the route, head that direction, and then at the bottom of the screen, there's a little thing that says arrival time. That word should say, instead of arrival time, this is a challenge time. Because <laughs> we got it's own time. Bring it time. Because that to me, man, is like 914. Oh, I can do it in 910 all day long. I know I can. I know I can do this. And we get in this rush and we get in this frustration. Listen, but maybe God's trying to do something sometimes and I get frustrated. Maybe he's trying to protect you. Maybe if, listen, if you had an open road, you were trying to beat the time, maybe the blue light would have came up in your rearview mirror and pulled you over or something would have happened. Listen, be very careful. He is a God who protects us. And the Holy Spirit is trying to, in so many ways, protect our lives. And a lot of ways he does it is through patience. So let him. So again, when something is going on, but I, I don't know, I kind of like get, I'm challenged guy. I told you I'm a results guy. I like to be challenged. I like to do stuff. I can pull up into like a restaurant and it has the little two little speaking intercom deals. Somebody else pulls in the parking lot about the same time. Oh, dude, I got you, bro. I can do, I, I can do this. Did something have been in years. Went to McDonald's the other day. First time in a long time. And, and again, been a long time. Still the best fries. I don't care. Still the best fries. I know Chick-fil-A has Jesus fries, but McDonald's still are the best. And, and I did have been in years. And we pulled in in the parking lot, and there was a guy pulling in, and he had the first window. Second one was open kind of got on it just a little bit and got on there and got up in the second window. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't, I, whatever first thing I saw, quarter pound of cheese, repeat that please, sir. Quarter pound of cheese meal. I want extra tea, sweet tea. Okay. Bro, and boom, I beat him. I was pumped, man. I beat him. And then I got up to the front and they said, pull over in that parking place and we'll bring you your food. wrong with him, man? Unbelievable. But, but listen, we get in a hurry too many times and we need the fruit of the spirit of patience operating in our life. And it's the Holy Spirit who will give that. I've seen people rush into relationships. I've seen people rush into situations. I've seen people do things and I'm sitting here and I'm going, bro, if you, 
right about that? Are you really thinking about this? And, and is this something you know you should do? Is this something Holy Spirit said? Make decisions and certain things. People, you know, again, we have to make decisions and leadership and certain things. But the past, what are we doing? I'm, I'm praying about it. I'm trying to be patient. I want to do what God says. And so we just want to be careful. So listen, maybe listen, he's trying to protect you. So listen, let patience have its work. So that's what number one thing that patience will do. Second thing, patience is also this. It's a process. All right, this is huge. Now, this is a big deal. Patience is part of the process. And anything of value is a process. I'm telling you, anything of value is a process. And so it is in the process that we really and truly see the faithfulness of God. Amen. It is so, it's so beautiful that we see God just bless families or certain situations or so many things that God can do. There's so many illustrations I could use. But again, they just saw the faithfulness of God through the process. What if we got everything that we asked for the very first time we prayed about it? Come on. Now, don't, don't say anything because... Maybe your neighbor, you sitting by, but listen, who, you know, you say, has somebody, they have kids or whatever, and they just get everything they want whenever they want it all the time. That usually don't work out. Now, listen, I, I love to bless my children. We love to do things, but listen, there's sometimes, listen, that you have to wait. It's just part of the process. And so again, God, a good daddy who loves us, there are certain processes that he takes us through. And it's in those moments that we see his faithfulness. If there's something I asked for, maybe he did, I wouldn't understand. It may be some of the things that I could have learned in those moments. Some of those things when things maybe got difficult, or the testing of our faith or the trials that come our way or things may be going down and, and, and not like I like. But it's in those moments, most of the time that we do this, we turn to him. I've seen it over and over that it's in those moments of tragedy, some of those moments of difficulty and situations where things aren't always going well. It's a process sometimes that we go through and that God uses. And he may not have been the one who caused it, but he's the one who can turn that cause around and make it work for you. And it's when you learn to do this, that this is part of a process that he takes us through. This is what he does for us. First Timothy chapter one, verse 15, 16 says this, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came in the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Hmm, come on. However, for this reason, I obtain mercy that in me, first, Jesus Christ might show all long suffering as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. This is so good because Paul is saying this. Listen, I learned, man, that, man, God was patient with me. The things that I went through was a process, man, that God showed me his goodness. He showed me his love. A guy who was torturing Christians, the guy who was destroying people, he literally in every way was coming against that. Jesus and God, he came down. He showed mercy and grace to him, and he showed him that, listen, you can receive salvation, and this is a pattern. Well, some of you right now, listen, you're thinking, man, there are things in your life maybe that you've done, things that have happened, and then maybe you're like, man, God can't save me. He can't do this for me. Listen, I want you to see something here. This guy here said, I was the chief. I was the worst. And he came and showed me mercy. And you know something? He did it for me. He can do it for you. And listen, so listen, let let him just keep carrying you through the process. The problem is don't get caught there. Don't stay there. Keep moving forward as God takes you into that second thing. So again, it's part of the process. Tell your neighbor, man, listen, patience is is a process. So hang on. Patience is a process. So hang on. So listen, it's so important. Patience is so important. The third one, this is this what it does. Patience produces 
promises in your life. Amen? It produces promises in your life. This is what he does. And we rush stuff so many times, and, and we miss out. I heard of a, a church in another state, so they're not around here, so you can't go looking for this church. All right? They have a 22-minute service. You got to move to another state to go to this church and find that 22-minute service. For today. This is what they do. They have a welcome. They sing two songs. Somebody takes up the offering. The preacher does an eight-minute message. They close in prayer and go home in 22 minutes. I don't know about you. I believe God is, is deserving of so much more. I just believe his worth is so much more. Now, listen, by yourself during the week, 22 minutes, that's a good thing. I'm not trying to lessen anything, but listen, he just deserves things. We got to quit rushing things. We got to stay in there and grab hold of the promises. And I know some of you are like, man, I wish the pastor would just preach 22 minutes. Just give me that, Pastor. Just to bring it down to 22 minutes. Y'all didn't say amen. Good job. Amen. <laughs> I was testing you guys. That was a testing of your faith to see. Y'all are good. How's that? Somebody will say amen to that. Thank you, guys. I love y'all, man. Y'all are so good. Amen. I, I try to keep it rolling. But listen, it, it does this. It brings promises. Listen to Hebrews 6, 12. This is so good. Hebrews 6, 12, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. You know what he means here? He's saying, man, don't get lazy. Don't stop. Don't quit in the process. Don't stop halfway through. Keep moving forward until you inherit the promises, until you come into the place where you get everything that he has for you. And I know this. Listen, this is this has happened, and we've seen this happen so many times, and we're geared in a certain light, and this is something that happens for us like day one. We come into this earth, and man, we're not born really with patience. This is just something that happens, and we see this. I, I had the opportunity for, if you don't know, I uh, had a grandbaby a couple of months ago and I'm, I'm, I'm almost, I know that's, y'all got to hear about it from now on. I'm sorry, you know, but uh, I, I got, I had, had to have the very just kind of, I guess, got stuck. Maybe is the word I should use. Got stuck having to watch her yesterday. Y'all pray for me. I got, got stuck having, having to watch her yesterday and, um, as I was keeping her, it was a trip that Angel and, and um, what's your name? Faith. Yeah, Faith. I forgot about her. <laughs> so you forget about your kids and when you get grandkids. I, no, I, I'll still remember. Angel and Faith were going off, and, and Faith told me, she says, she, she ate at 9.15, three hours from now, she's going to eat. Got you done this. I raise you, girl. I can handle this. And, 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 it, and it's all good. So I was sitting there. I was keeping her. I was, I was watching her, hanging out with her. Pulled my phone out like we do a lot of times. And I, I captured this, this moment. I, I, I think the, the guys can show this in place. Check this out. This was... Now, y'all excuse that Tennessee shirt. Um, <clears throat> just for the record, though, that's bad parenting, not on my end. That's something we've, you gotta, you got to turn it over and let, you, let your kids have their own life sometime. But, uh, 
And yeah, my, my voice goes up four octaves every time I talk to her. It's just a true story. It just somehow goes from here to here. I don't know how that happened. It's just amazing. But, but that was 12 o'clock. How many knows at 12.15? What's coming? I'm like, nah, bro. Not with me. She ain't going to do that. At 12.15 with me, it's just going to keep on because she's hanging out with Papa Terry and things are going well. She's going to forget she's hungry. And, and, and none of those things are going to happen. And I was having a good moment and we were having a great time. And I was catching a video and I was smiling. I was laughing. I was having a good time until 12.15 hit. I was going to try to video it for teaching purposes this morning, but I couldn't. I mean, she went nuts. Hangry, that was invented by a parent who had a little child. That word, that term, if you don't know, hunger and angry, when it comes together and they get hangry. That's what, that's what happens. And so it happened. And at 12.15, man, she went nuts. <laughs> Everything changed. Why? Because, listen, they're impatient. You know what I'm, I'm afraid happens sometimes? We grow up and sometimes that never leaves us. And listen, a lot of times we quit and we, we don't keep hanging on and we don't keep moving forward. Listen, there are promises that God has for us and there are so many things that he wants to do. Ephesians 4, 1 through 3 says this. It says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, listen to this word, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Yeah. What patience does? Patience, it makes us better. It brings promises in our life. And there are so many, I promise you, listen, if you won't stop, you'll keep moving forward and turn to the Holy Spirit. There'll be things that used to mess with you. And I know some of us are like, well, I'm just geared certain ways. These certain things tick me off. These certain things make me mad or this just frustrates me. Listen, it may do that to you, but it doesn't do it to God. And as we turn to him, this is what we have to do. We have to turn to him. We have to connect again. We talked about abiding in him week one, connecting to that vine. Every, every bit of patience you need, every bit of, of, of long suffering that you need, everything that you have is available for you. And so I want you to do this. I want you, if you would, to stand, please. And I want, I want to close with this last passage. It's the James 1 passage, and it's in the Message Bible. And it, re, and it reads like this. It, it says that, consider it a sheer gift, friends. This is that count it all joy part. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it just do its work so you can become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. This is what I love, man, about this, this fruit of the Spirit. It makes us better. It completes us. It matures us. It, it makes us stronger in the end. All these other ones we've seen so far up to this point, again, are beautiful pictures of Christ, beautiful pictures of who He is. And again, He is very patient with us, but this produces certain things in our life. And listen, there are things that God has for you. There are things that God is wanting to take you into. There are processes right now He's taking you through. But don't stop. Promises ahead. So I'm asking if you will, just do this. Just close your eyes. Just bow your heads if you will, when we please. And each week we do this. We give up opportunity for people to, to just say, Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me today through this? This is his word. His word speaks to us. And so that means he's speaking to us right now. 
It means as this message is going forth, there's things that he's highlighted in your heart. Maybe there's certain areas that you're like, man, I let this get to me way too much. Maybe there's people that you haven't been patient with, and I've been there. Maybe there's situations, listen, that you haven't been patient about. And I'm going to ask you this morning just to do this. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Just pull back. Just help me pull back, Holy Spirit. And just see that maybe you're protecting me from something. Maybe these, these people were removed from your life because, listen, God was trying to protect you from it. And that's tough. But listen, maybe those things that you saw that man as like, man, he's punishing me. And it wasn't punishment. It was protection. Wow. Yeah, just, just grab that. That's for somebody right now. Just maybe it wasn't like something happened, a relational thing, or something went down. You're like, man, why did that happen? Listen, maybe it was protection. Wow. And right now, even just as the Holy Spirit here speaking, listen, the process, listen, that you're in, if you let him, he'll reveal so much of his nature and character to you. Oh, man, you'll get to know him so much more. You'll get to know him so much more. You'll see his goodness. You'll see his love. You'll see his grace. Wow, so beautiful. And there are promises, listen, ahead for you. So, Father, I thank you for speaking to hearts Thank you for speaking to hearts, Lord. I want to close the service. This is one service today, and we're one famine. I want us just to close together in prayer with one another and in just in thanksgiving and worship to the Lord and just giving God honor that he deserves and so is so worthy of right now. But listen, I want you to know this. Listen, just keep letting him. Just keep letting him do what he's doing in your life. See it today maybe in a different light. He's protecting you. He's, he's, he's maybe trying to bring provision for you. He's trying to bring a promise to you. And don't rush it. <laughs> don't rush it. Enjoy the moments. And as we get ready to right now to just close out this Labor Day weekend gathering of worship as one family, I want to invite every person who can to just, just find a place, just get with God, to sing this last worship song to the Lord. We love to open up the front, just come together. I know some of you may Thanks again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you. If you need prayer, would like to support this ministry through your financial giving, or just want to learn more about Faith Renewed, please stop by faithrenewed.org.